Welcome to an emergency episode of Friends of Film. I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again joined by a man who has plenty more Star Wars movies on the way, Josh Straley. Well, I mean, do you count fan fiction or... No, not fan fiction. I'm not really producing any. Well, I should be. Well, okay, I guess not you technically, but you, the Star Wars fandom as a whole... Oh, yes. There's more films. Yes. Coming. Lots of them, actually, and that's the reason for this emergency pod. Yes, that is, because we were gonna, we were already planning, if you listen to our main show episode, that we were already planning to do an emergency episode to do the solo trailer, mm-hmm. but then even arguably bigger Star Wars news dropped. Is this uh, bigger? It almost is big. It's more surprising, that's for sure. More surprising, yes. Um, and that news is that the creators of Game of Thrones for HBO, David Benioff and DBYs are uh, heading to a galaxy far, far away to write and produce a series of films based in the Star Wars universe. Uh, Lucasfilm made it official today, saying that this is separate from the episodes of the Skywalker Saga and also different than the Ryan Johnson trilogy. So if you're like, oh, does this mean Ryan Johnson's not doing his movies? Nope. It just means we're getting even more of them. So, I mean, just initially, you know, is this exciting? Well, initially, I will say I did think that meant Johnson lost his job. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I saw the headline, and I'm like, oh, no. They, they really, like, the, the Last Jedi backlash was real in the minds of Disney executives, right. and they moved off Johnson, and they went to pop cultures, you know, other biggest duel, you know, <laughs> bros. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's exciting that there's a new trilogy on the way that's okay. going to bar that's going to be about some new things and that's great but i don't know if i am a hundred percent digging these two to be the writers and producers of it okay and i think that's key i mean of course who the directors are is going to be a, it's as much of a big deal mm-hmm. as these two because they have a successful show. I mean, right. Game of Thrones is the biggest thing out right now. Yeah, on television. Um, I mean, probably even bigger than... I mean, yeah, it's the biggest thing on television yeah. right now. So, obviously, it's a great get. But outside of Game of Thrones, source material that they didn't come up with, mm-hmm. what uh, what makes me, what makes them, like, the it guys for a Star Wars project? Yeah. I don't, I don't, nothing in their past. Um, you kind of say, hey... I should direct a Star Wars movie or produce a Star Wars movie. <laughs> right. Um, especially with, like, uh, David Benioff. Benioff, I think. Benioff. I mean, he, he did Wolverine's Origins. Yeah. Not, not the greatest <laughs> so, movie. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but that's my that's my run at it. Mm-hmm. What was your initial, I mean, once you saw the, you know, sanctimonious Disney press release just pop up on the Twitter feed? Uh, I was pretty surprised. I'll say that much. Just because... Not only did they get the Game of Thrones guys, but it's a series of films. So it's not just like, these guys are directing the Obi-Wan spinoff. Mm-hmm. Or these guys are directing this one movie. It's These guys are making another trilogy, four, five, six movie arc potentially in Star Wars. Going on top of, we're going to get episode nine, obviously. But then Disney could always do 10, 11, and 12. Right. Immediately after, take a five-year break and do it then. And now we're getting the Johnson trilogy as well. So... We're getting a lot of movies from Star Wars 
unsurprisingly, it's yeah. a huge. It's one of the biggest franchises uh, at the box office currently. Regardless of what the Rotten Tomatoes audience score is for the Last Jedi, <laughs> right. it's still gonna hit like 1.3 billion dollars so it's gonna be a top 10 film world of all time so this is uh by no means a surprise that they want to make more but i'm still pretty surprised that this is the avenue because it seemed like all right lucasfilm's plan was going to be all right we're going to close out the skywalker saga in nine then figure out what we want to do with ray and poe and finn bb8 you know, Kylo down the line, we can take a couple of years to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And while we're doing that, we can have Johnson trilogy come out every other year, anthology film on the years that those don't come out. But now, if we're getting these movies too, are we going once every three years um, and still doing anthologies? Aren't anthologies off the table? This movie probably isn't going to even happen for a while, the first one, because they're just starting to write it. Or they haven't even started writing it. This is just the announcement. Yeah, They're not going to start work on it until after Season 8 of Game of Thrones is done, which won't be till next year. Right. So at least next summer. Right. Is when they'll start really getting into the script, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting deeper in development, and then eventually getting into pre-production. So at the earliest, this movie could start filming by, like, late 2020, which would put it for 2021. <laughs> but, I mean, there's not you know, a lot here that's like, here, this is coming now. There's not a lot of concrete details. It's more just like these two guys are going to make more Star Wars movies. And the fact that we're getting more is great. Um, I am not the biggest Game of Thrones fan, not because I don't like the show. I I really do like the show, but I watched it all in like a couple of weeks time. I didn't want, I haven't watched it throughout the growth of the show. Yeah. It was like, Oh, I got to catch up for season seven watch season seven it was great and now i'm just waiting for eight so you know i know a lot of people have those criticisms of okay these guys game of thrones took a little bit of a dip after they surpassed the books and they started deviating doing their own stories mm-hmm. um i can't really speak to that because i've only seen the show like one time yeah and i'm not obsessed with it and looking at oh what are they doing differently than the books or how right. is this progressing it, it all just happens so fast when you're binging it <laughs> But I think they got two of the most, uh, two of the biggest people in the television industry currently to hop aboard their franchise, and I think that's a good thing because it means Star Wars is still attracting that top tier talent. Yeah, and I'll admit too, or we'll say, do you have any reservations? I mean, about the their the content of Game of Thrones? I mean, obviously, going from HBO <laughs> to Lucasfilm's strict. PG-13 yeah. rating is, you know, <laughs> there won't be any bare butts or, you know, full frontal or anything Right. Like that. I mean, I so, can't tell you how many incest jokes I've already seen already. Of, oh, gosh. This, this, this was their pitch. Hey, you guys remember when Luke really loved Leia and they were getting it on? Yeah. We'll wait till you see what we're going to do. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, let's not get too crazy. Oh, my gosh. But, that, that's a, that is too on the nose. Um, but as far as, like, overall reservations, I don't really i don't have any at this point because yeah. we don't know what their vision is um you know we don't even know what lucasfilm wants this to be necessarily they maybe they want to go a little edgier which would be a surprise after the last jedi i feel like they would want to take it back if anything rather than keep pushing it right. um just from a business standpoint but 
I mean, yeah, this isn't going to be a hard R movie with, you know, lots of nudity Mm -hmm. and vulgarity and blood. Like, that's just not what Star Wars is ever going to be, probably, especially on the big screen. If this was on small screen and they were like, hey, we're doing Bounty Hunters, HBO, uh, these guys are doing it. It'd be like, whoa, this could go super serious, super dark, like super adult. This is hitting the big screen. It's going to be PG-13. It's going to be in the same vein of other things. Which is wild, too, because my second you know, press release, once I saw that they were doing this after mm-hmm. the Johnson thing had faded, and I hadn't quite got to the new trilogy part, was, oh, they're doing a whole new series for Disney's yet-to-be-up-and-coming mm-hmm. streaming service. And then I was like, no, that's not it either. Yeah. So and it does make sense to give these guys a trilogy, because one of my other things too was, oh, they're doing the Obi Wan movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm I am not sold on their no. short term storytelling abilities. Because the one thing about Game of Thrones that is good is their ability to take arcs mm-hmm. across the last seven seasons that have really paid off in a lot of ways. So that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, but I don't have any. I mean, it's like I'm trying to come up with something where I can be like, I don't like these guys. Right. But uh, there's nothing really ab- other than they have they have lots of crazy ideas, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. And when they pitched one to Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy said yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I mean, like, I want to hate because you, like I wouldn't have picked these people at all. Okay. But there's nothing about them to hate because they have the most successful show on TV, which right. I like, and then that's it. Why? So, why do you want to hate this? Well, I don't mean I shouldn't say want to hate, but you're, it's just like you're trying not, to make sure it's not just like oh everything's great sort of a thing. Well, yeah, I mean it's just kind of like I don't want to shrug my shoulders, but it would have been like it's not what I would have done. Okay, but all right. Yeah, I mean I thought because like I think you know, I saw it on Twitter and just like you know. You know, get a raven. The, the creators of Game of Thrones are heading to a galaxy far, far away, and I had the exact same thought. I was like, "Oh, they're doing the live-action series that's going to the Disney service. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a huge get." Um, so instead of them doing that and now doing a movie, it definitely changes my expectations because we don't know what Disney's going to want to do on that streaming service. Uh, if they're going to want to push the boundaries more. You know, get into that Netflix Marvel style of, you know, really getting into the underbelly of, you know, the MCU in the case of like Daredevil or Jessica Jones. They could do the same thing uh, there with a series. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they also said today that they're making that they have multiple television series in development yeah, for the streaming service. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this easily could have been one of those. I think one of. I don't remember who said it, but I think it was Iger in the conference call today was talking about how, oh, they didn't pitch us a series. They pitched us something and then it, it you know, developed into a series. So I don't know if they pitched a TV series and then Lucas was like, oh, no, no, let's do, let's do this, this, and this, mm-hmm. blow it up on the big screen. Um, and if that's the case, I still like their ability, like you mentioned, to get those really complex narratives, those really complex stories and uh, characters. And now we can bring that into the big screen and really dive into some aspect of Star Wars. We don't know what that is yet. Uh, Iger also said on that uh, conference call that they are, quote, focused on a point in time in the Star Wars mythology and taking it from there. So 
based on that, it sounds like they at least have an idea in mind of what this is going to be, which is very different from the narrative around the announced Johnson trilogy where he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just know I'm going to make three movies Mm -hmm. and now I'm crafting it. So they have something in mind. Do you have any inkling of what it could be or what do you want it to be? Well, the thing where he said point in time is interesting Mm -hmm. because that means it's either forward or backward or descending from a certain plot point Mm -hmm. in the last few films. So I think every, I think probably everyone on the internet's gut was Knights of the Old Republic. (laughs) And why would you not do that? Because that's a time of like vibroblades and all sorts of like, you know, medieval Star Wars weapons, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, you know, lots of Jedi and things like that. So why wouldn't they try to tell a story of, you know, Sith and armor and the Jedi order and things Mm -hmm. like that officially make it canon. I mean, doesn't part of you want to see um, Benoit and Weiss write Darth Reverend and Darth uh, Malik into existence? Sure. It's like, you know, because I think... I'm not... I don't know that much about Knights of the Republic. I know a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. And I like the overall idea of, like, the, you know, the battle for power between the Jedi and um, the Sith. Kind of as they're both at the height of their powers, there's not, like, the rule of two. Right. Because uh, which... Revan is the one that institutes that, correct? No. That is someone different whose name totally escapes me. Okay. But Revan and Malak are just two Jedi that turn um, on the Jedi Order, and they lead a Sith Civil War. Or they lead a Sith War. Right. So then I thought Revan was like, all right, well, that didn't work, so now there should only be two of us. I thought he created the rule of two. I could be wrong. I'm not. I don't want to question you. You're the bigger Star Wars fan. There's a book series um, about the Jedi that does. It's that. It's like the Dark Disciple. I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of making. I'm not, I'm not making things up, but I'm pulling bits and pieces of information from various podcasts or YouTube videos and trying to put it all together here. Um, but yeah, I, I, everybody's assuming this is Night's Little Republic. And Darth I, Bane. Darth Bane. There we go. He institutes the rule of two. Uh, that would even be a great series as well, especially because these two deal in darker content. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to make a mature series, uh, a more mature series, right. rather. And I mean, those books are dark, but Darth Bane's rise, because it's basically the original, the prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. only for Sith, set yeah. in a way back time. And adapting those would also be stellar, too. Because, I mean, it's just about, like, how evil powers arise, and then there's a lot of betrayals and things <laughs> like that. So it w- it's actually perfect for them, mm-hmm. you know, if they wanted to set that kind of thing up. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so I, uh, that's my gut. Yeah. Was that what you thought, too? Um, well, I don't, when I read it, I was initially like, oh, what, what's it going to be? Like, when Johnson's was announced, I was like, oh. Like, is he going to do this? Is he going to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it took me surprisingly like a minute or two to rethink like, wait, what is this even going to be about? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Nice Little Republic is the, uh, the easy one to point out. Um, I think it's the obvious candidate, obvious choice. If what Iger is saying is more like, oh, they've chosen a point in time. It's like, that seems like a, a, an odd phrase to make if they hadn't decided on what the story's going to be. Um, I think Lucasfilm knows that people want to see the Knights of the Republic are not necessarily an adaptation of that lore, um, but a play on that in some way where yes. it's here is the rise of the Jedi, the, the, you know, the rise of the Sith, the, the Sith-Jedi um, war. Like Here's all of this mythology that really can build up 
you know, further build up the prequels. Yeah. And the rest of the universe moving forward. Yep, absolutely. And that's kind of um, one of the things. I can't remember the piece I read it in, but it was about basically the origins of Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. and how they had to sell the show to HBO before, you know, they even had scripts, um, a story arc. But the two just pitched the show from R.R. Martin's books and. They're like, uh, I don't know, guys. But yeah. it turns out the CEO of HBO ran into them at the gym, and he realized <laughs> how hardcore they were mm-hmm. in to the mythology and everything around R.R. Martin's tomes. Right. And that's what sold them on it. So these guys are meticulous with their research. Mm-hmm. So if they are mining the Knights of the Old Republic books and you know the video games for content and all these things to finally create the definitive you know, pre-Republic mm-hmm. era... They would be the ones you'd want to go do it, right? I mean, or or the the guy on Reddit with the blog page that's <laughs> yeah. ten thousand. You know, yeah, who do you choose? The creators of the most popular television <laughs> right. series, or some random guy on the internet? Yes, it's, uh, it's a tough choice. Obviously, one placate shareholders <laughs> a lot more than yeah. the other. So I, I I think that's a great. I mean, at least the idea that they can dive into the mythology and the legends that have been, mm-hmm. you know, the books and things like that that have all sprung up right. and kind of hone it all in mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, they issued a, a joint statement and, you know, an announcement of this uh, saying, quote, in the summer of 1977, we traveled to a galaxy far, far away and we've been dreaming of it ever since. We are honored by the opportunity, a little terrified by the responsibility, and so excited to get started as soon as the final season of Game of Thrones is complete, um, which I think goes back to, the, you know, I don't know how hardcore these guys are in the Star Wars, but if they are as passionate about that as they are Game of Thrones, and I even love their little, we're, we're a little scared, um, because who wouldn't be, uh, especially in, you know, the aftermath of The Last Jedi's response, where ye, the Star Wars fans are not afraid to Right. You know, be vocal when something happens. They aren't, mm-hmm. you know, they don't think works. And these guys have continued to do things differently than the Game of Thrones books, which again, Game of Thrones has a very vocal following as well. Right. I'm sure they've heard the same things. So I hope that they don't have, if they do have their site set on Nice Little Republic, that time period, maybe even bringing in Revan or Bane or whatever. Mm-hmm. That they're like, okay, we want to do this. We want to, we want to do it in a way that honors the fans of the EU and all the stuff that came before. But we also need to do it in a new way where we can still surprise those fans, but make sure we stick to the characters so they're not upset when we do this instead of this. Yeah, and you know they hate us for all of eternity, which shouldn't be the main focus of a director. Making sure you know the fan backlash isn't you know no is gonna be there, but at the same time, you have to understand your audience. And Star Wars fans, I think, are proving maybe not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely a portion of them that want Star Wars to stay the same, yeah, and not get different. Right. Absolutely. And. I think, like, in the grand scheme of Lucasfilm and Disney's planning, grabbing these two makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Ryan Johnson is going to write, produce, and direct the first film in a new trilogy. At least. And, yes. So what would you say, how would you describe The Last Jedi? I mean, it's very pop culture, it's funny, mm-hmm. and it fits right along in with, you know, 
the sunny side of Star Wars. Right. In a, in a lot of ways. The last two um, anthology films for Star Wars have seemingly look a little bit towards the more serious, mm-hmm. gritty side of things. Yes. And if you so, then you want to keep that balance, right? Because light and dark. <laughs> yeah. These two would produce the grittier Star Wars movie mm-hmm. in the off year. Johnson does the happier one. Yeah, the more pop culture one. I mean, not not pop culture. Star Wars is pop right, culture right, right. and cold, but the one that you know families will go to laugh a lot with. Mm-hmm. Versus, I mean, Rogue One has like one or two laughs. You know, with the sarcastic <laughs> yeah. with sarcastic K two S O. So that that seems to be my feeling from this. Okay, is we're going to talk about the solo trailer in our big question episode this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you point out that the anthology movies look like they're the grittier take of star Wars. Do you have any concern? Um, this, this ties into solo a little bit. This ties into this, um, that star Wars isn't branching out enough in terms of how it looks, how it feels, um, you know, because, you know, yes, rogue one was a war movie, and Han Solo said to be a Western. It looks like a Western to a certain degree. Um, but they still have that same color palette that is distinct and different than what the Skywalker sagas look like. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm in the same mind with you that this new series will look and have that same overall feel of the anthology movies so far. So is there, I don't know, is there a place for Star Wars to get their guardians of the galaxy and go a little more zany or their Thor Ragnarok and, Bright just, oranges go, and, greens yeah, just and go a little crazy. Or do you think they'll only stick to like, all right, we have our typical tone, our typical look. Mm-hmm. And then we have this darker, um, a little more grounded take on the galaxy. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to get to some new planets mm-hmm. because star Wars, I mean, the star Wars color is really based around where it's at. Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are you on a red planet? Are you on a blue planet? Yeah. Or are you on a green planet? It's sort of like those three things just mm-hmm. in various packaging cycles where it's Hoth or Crate or um, Takodana or, you know, on the new films. Yeah. So you, depending on what they do, depending on what Johnson does and where they go, mm-hmm. that'll be, you know, I think that'll ultimately decide how the movie, you know carries out right especially like you know what kind of subculture on the planet and ecosystem and things like that you mm-hmm. know so they need to branch out and that would be a great thing especially for johnson's films mm-hmm. is if they you know explore more alien places other than you know just like here's a cantina with humans and aliens all right let's get back to the human world and right things like that do you i mean this is so early on we don't have directors we don't have any story ideas we don't have stars um but their hiring has again brought out those Star Wars is just hiring white males to do their projects. I think that's a fair criticism at this point. Um, just looking at their track record makes the fifth in four movies. So yeah, right. And are you, yeah, and are you counting Phil and Chris Miller who are fired, replaced by Ron Howard, another white guy? Um, Wait, yeah, one, two, <laughs> there, three. There, there's a lot. So six and five movies. Right. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. Ryan Johnson's, you know, he's, he's directing his, the first of his, mm-hmm. um, and these guys are not, they're just producing and writing. Right. So there's, there is a difference there. Um, but you know, Kathleen Kennedy has talked about, we, all right, we, we want to get a female director. And that happened, that was like two years ago. She said that, and there's still nothing. Now we get this. Could this be the time? Maybe Michelle McLaren. Oh gosh. 
Yeah. We just talked about her on the on the main show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Cowboy Ninja Viking. She's going to direct that in 2019 or for a 2019 release. She'll get her feature. This movie, if it starts filming 2020, it seems like it'll line up. She's got the Game of Thrones connection already. Um, yeah, and here's the thing, too, which would why that's actually a great idea, Cooper, especially because these two are going to put the pieces in place. Right. You know, if you will. I mean, I'm not, not trying to be patronizing, but mm-hmm. you could literally, you, this is a great, if these two are producing, take a risk with a director. Right. You don't need them to shepherd the, the massive budget. Yeah. Or, you know, all, let me rephrase that. You don't need them to shepherd everything about a massive film. Mm-hmm. I mean, John Watson never directed a... Right. You know, any, big, anything any, above any, a... F- any, $20 million budget Yeah, probably. and he fit, he fit in perfectly with, you know, Spider-Man. So right. I think that's a great, that was a great little, you know, nod, mm-hmm. or at least a good test run for mm-hmm. that. And then now that they can, you know, totally insert someone for that. Right, and even, like, you know, if we're going to go with Michelle McLaren, who I do think would be a great choice for this, knowing nothing about well, the project. I mean, she's worked with these two in the past. Exactly. And like she's, you, I mean, you've lined it up perfectly. She's, she's got that connection. Um, but also, like, you know, this movie is going to sell itself because it's going to say Star Wars in its title. Yes. You know, whether it's Star Wars, Nice Old Republic, Star Wars Old Republic, whatever, Star Wars, a child is born, whatever it's called. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can call it whatever. This movie is going to sell because it has Star Wars in the title. But then also when it has that first trailer, you know, let's say Cowboy Ninja Viking isn't a hit. It bombs. It's not good. Whatever. You don't have to put from the director of Cowboy Ninja Viking. You can put from the producers of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And, and if you, it's McLaren, from the director of Game of Thrones. And then people are going to be like, whoa, okay, that's that's definitely different. That's that's yeah. big. Um, I think that would be a great way to do it. And I know Peter Dinklage said a couple of weeks ago, oh, I'd love to do a Star Wars movie. Let's just bring him in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's just bring him in too. Let's Absolutely. have a Game of Thrones party uh, for this. And we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And who wouldn't want a manual in there as well? Um, oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Per- perfect ad. And then, oh, gosh, I mean, Kit Harrington too. Kit it's Harrington. hard to say no to him. He just looks like a Jedi from the Old Republic. Yeah. Uh, there's so many things. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, we're, again, we're not going to know much more about this project for, uh, you know, probably almost a year, uh, which is good, which is going to be a little disheartening because people are going to want updates on it. And anytime these guys are interviewed from, now until late next year, it's going to be, what's going on with Star Wars? And I'm going to be like, we're writing the script. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's it about? We can't tell you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, D23 is not this year. Right. Um, so Lucasfilm's not going to have a big Star Wars announcement conference or anything and unless they do something at, D- at San Diego Comic-Con, which they've never done before, really. No. Um, so it seems like the next time we'd get an update of this would be next year at D23. Which would be fair, but then we're really going to look at we got we have we have this project in development, this series, and we have Johnson's series in development, and there's still rumors of Obi Wan happening. If you had to take a guess, do we get the first installment of this first? Do we get the first installment of Johnson's trilogy first, or would we get a non Obi Wan anthology movie first? Okay. So, we get a we get a Johnson film first, okay, because he's already begun work on it. It's his next project. Yeah, it sounds like seems like anyway. Um, but the next film, obviously, down the pipeline after Episode Nine, mm-hmm. 
is the is an anthology film. Right. Which probably is probably Obi Wan. Probably Obi Wan, and we probably learn about it next year. Uh, if not, yeah. Sometime randomly at five p.m. after that's, an earnings call. That's what they love to do. In what? Yeah, you pointed that out on Twitter. I thought it was really. Yeah, because like they insightful. announced the Johnson one when they had an earnings conference, press mm-hmm. call, whatever it is. And then they did the same thing here. And I'm like, <laughs> I need, yeah. apparently I need to start keeping track of when Disney has, you know, <laughs> these earning meetings, which mm-hmm. is probably every quarter. Yep. Um, but I'm like, I need to start marking these dates down on my calendar because yeah. they're going to drop something big that day. Um, but yeah, I think the line of Star Wars films will go, you know, we're getting solo in a couple months. We'll get nine next December. We'll get Obi-Wan 2020. I think that's for sure. They haven't sure they haven't confirmed anything about that. Right. But <laughs> not that there's a screenwriter, not that there's a director, exactly. not even that Ewan McGregor is going to star. Oh, but he's hearing things. But it, it, it's going to happen because there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. And unless Star Wars takes a one or two year break after nine, which is possible, they could do that. Yeah. But it would be a surprise to me. I think we'll get nine, Obi-Wan, Johnson, number one, and then this first one. So that'd be 2022. We'd get the first one of this, which is a long ways away. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, hopefully it'll be worth the wait <laughs> whenever we do get it. Yeah. I mean, if you have four, four years to write and develop a film, or I'm sorry, three years, you right. know, based on their starting point next mm-hmm. summer. Um, yeah. I mean, you're going to get a quality film. Yeah. So um, do you have any other closing thoughts on this? Overall, uh, generally happy? Overall, generally happy, just baffled. And, but, I mean, yeah, like I said, it's just, it's, they're, they're two faces I know. Right. And, you know. Well, I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't know their faces. Well. And yeah. I learned today that they only have like one or two good photos based on <laughs> the photos that every, you know, outlet is using. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, those guys. But you know, like you know, like we just talked about putting them into the universe, and depending on what the content they do do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was about to, I'm like, no, we're on the podcast. Don't bother. No, don't do it. But I'm good. Uh, um, depending on what they decide to write about for Star Wars films, you know, it'll be a good fit. But they're just they're just kind of like vanilla choices, you know. Which was more exciting? JJ coming back for nine or this? JJ coming back for nine was more exciting than this. Okay. And you I were, was very were, mad were, about were that very too. Just yeah. like, okay, it, it's, it's happening. It's hard. It's, it probably sounds like, oh, but Josh, you just got hyped for these guys 10 seconds ago. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about Star Wars, everyone. The, you know, my, my favorite thing. So So it's easy to get hyped. Yeah. What yeah. would you say? Uh, what Which was more exciting yeah jj or uh, it, was, it was jj okay um just because i thought he was a great choice i think even now in hindsight if that conversation if jj was announced now to be the director of nine in the aftermath of eight i think people would be way more excited <laughs> based right. on the the reaction to eight but uh yeah I, but that's not any sort of um you know jab at these guys i, I think they're they have the potential i don't want to say they will or they Mm-hmm. They absolutely will do this, but they have the potential to do something really cool with Star Wars if they can do a similar thing to Game of Thrones. And maybe that's not the case at all. It'd be surprising. Maybe they're like, no, we don't want to do this. We, we know you want us for this, but we want to go in this direction. It's like, yeah. wow, that's crazy cool. Let's do that instead. 
But I think Lucasfilm wants them because of what they've done with Game of Thrones. That's what's got them here, not mm-hmm. X-Men Origins. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll stick to their roots. They'll stick to their guns. And they'll give us a really good, a really cool uh, character-based movie. And uh, I can't wait to see what else comes of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's all we have for this emergency episode. Uh, let us know what you guys thought of it as well because it's it's big news. Let us know if you guys are excited or if you're more like Josh and you're just like, okay, or if you just downright hate it because of, you know, these creators have maybe fallen off a bit or the way they, you know, there's been the criticisms that they don't write women very well. And, they write them horribly, um, actually. This, we don't know, but, you know, Star Wars typically has a very prominent female uh, presence, I would assume so, especially now as we move forward. Um, if that's a concern for you, let us know. But overall, just let us know your thoughts. You can tweet us at Friends and Film. Uh, if you like this episode, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. Uh, make sure you listen to our main episode that was already out this last week where we did a retro review of Ex Machina, uh, talked about the new Ant Man and the Wasp trailer. And uh, when you subscribe, you'll also get our big question in a couple of days where we talk about whether or not Han Solo's trailer was better than the Super Bowl's trailers. Um, so you guys will hear that. And overall, just keep your thoughts coming. Keep listening and uh, give us that review on iTunes because it really helps. You can follow me personally on Twitter at MovieCooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can argue with me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. Thanks again for tuning in to the Friends of Film Podcast. Josh. See you later, everyone. Be sure to turn in a couple of days for the big question as well as the future episode of Friends of Film. 